Okay, we've got the Droid Show coming up, but there was Mando Monday today, and I didn't quite expect this much stuff to be shown, but it did. This was from October 26th, if you're wondering. They showed, wow, a lot of products. The Black Series 6-inch Din Djarin, a.k.a. The Mandalorian, and Child Build-Up Pack. This is Black Series 6-inch figure, retailing for $34.99, available this fall at Target. They also showed the Black Series 6-inch speeder bike scout trooper figure and vehicle set. This is a speeder bike that comes with a scout trooper and a baby Yoda. Um, this retails for $49.99, available also this fall on Amazon. For the Vintage Collection, they showed Vintage Collection 3-and-3-quarter-inch uh, three three Din Djarin, the Man a.k.a. the Mandalorian, and the Child, another build-up pack. Um, this is $17.99, available at Walmart also this fall. Also from the Vintage Collection, the 3-3-and-3-quarter-inch three three Armorer figure. Looks like this is coming out this spring, and I believe this is available at all retailers. The same is the Vintage Collection 3-3-quarter-inch three three Moff Gideon figure, coming out spring 2021 as well then they finally showed some new retro collection figures we've been uh, hearing for a while that these would be from the mandalorian and the rumors are true they showed seven figures they are not exclusive they're coming out spring of 2021 retailing at 9.99 the figures are the mandalorian cara dune ig11 quill the child moff gideon and grief karga and I think you can order these now, even though they're not coming out till spring. Most of this stuff, I think, hit pre-orders today, so some of it's already maybe sold out. You'll have to check uh, with, the, with all of these individual retailers. And then they also showed a retro collection Monopoly board. It's from The Mandalorian, so it comes with a remnant stormtrooper. Um, basically, it is a looks like a good old-fashioned vintage stormtrooper, just a little... Uh, smoke damage or something he looks like all the stormtroopers that we have yeah right, right and this game this monopoly game with the figure with the carded figure retails for 49.99 it's scheduled to come out this fall i think it said uh november 23rd and you can find this on hasbro pulse and i think shop disney is that what it's called shopdisney.com anyways matt this was kind of this was kind of a surprise to me i wasn't expecting to see this much merchandise on this Mando Monday. Looking through this stuff, what's your, what are your thoughts? Well, I agree. I had, I mean, I didn't know what to expect since this was the first Mando Monday. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if they're all going to be like this. Yeah. Um, I hope not. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a lot more than I, I expected. A couple vintage figures, and that would be about it. You know, we had heard rumblings about the retro stuff for a while, and then, you know, it became more solid last week. But even that I didn't expect to come out to this this week, this soon, because it is. It's next May or later that it'll show up. Yeah. Curious what your thoughts are on the retro collection figures, as these are kind of... These are a whole wave of new fig. I mean, basically new yeah. figures. Yeah, I mean, for the exact reasons why I've not really liked, or I mean, I've been a big fan of retro up until now, apart from the new ones, the ones that came with the games, I love these, because they are all new, and it's, I mean... You know, you've got vintage cards, mm -hmm. vintage style figures, they're new. I mean, there are capes on figures that don't need capes, and that still yeah. looks awesome. Um, you know, I hope this is what I want retro to be. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd like to see them expand it to Clone Wars and prequels and sequels. I, I doubt they will, but it mm -hmm. would be awesome. 
Yeah, I I really like this line. I um, like you. I th- I'm not. I think that they've kind of overdid it on the vinyl cape. I think the Mandalorian himself probably doesn't need that vinyl cape. He's very reminiscent of Boba Fett, and Boba Fett did not have a cape like that. That's a true. vinyl cape. And uh, Grief Karga, I also think the cape looks a bit unnecessary on him. Once I, I'll, I, I ordered two of each, one to open, one to keep on. Yeah, the I, I haven't. I mean, I opened a Tarkin out of the first wave. Nah. That's the only retro figure I've opened. Oh, how can you resist opening those vintage figures? I've got vintage figures. Why do I need a <laughs> fake vintage figure? I think, um, but these I'll open like I can't wait to open them up. Yeah, I think they kind of missed an opportunity with um, is it Moff Gideon? I think they should have given him a um, telescoping dark saber. I think that would have been cool. That would have been very cool. They didn't, I'm right? I'm looking at the that. pictures. I don't see. No, they didn't. That would have been cool, but I'm still excited for all these figures. Um, Baby Yoda looks like Baby Yoda from pretty much every line so far uh black he's series the only one vintage that doesn't collection look right he doesn't look right and i i think it's because they all all of the baby yoda figures they've shown to me and i i don't have i don't have them all in hand but from the mission series to the black series to the vintage collection to now the retro collection they all kind of look exactly the same i don't know what i would expect them to do maybe like a uh maybe a head more shaped like the the empire yoda from 1980 or something i don't know and yeah i mean i was trying to th- i think he should have been packed in with i guess the mando yeah yeah but they didn't want to you know there's no exam i can't think off the top of my head of any vintage figure that had a little pack in mm-hmm. accessory of that size or that would have been that you know yeah but you could have done it anyway yeah and and then that would have freed up another spot for like um, the client or somebody, which mm-hmm. would have been cool. Yeah. I think my favorite out of all of these is the Quill figure. I think he looks fun. He looks like an Ugnaught. Yes. I am so glad they included him in this in this line. I am uh, disappointed that to get the Stormtrooper, you have to buy a, a big old Monopoly board. I have, I think I have like 10 Monopoly boards in my house. I don't think we've played more than one of them. I don't it's, collect it's the these boards. the worst game ever. Yeah, I never I, want to play Monopoly again in my life, but yeah, yeah, like you, I've got ten just so, Star Wars monopolies around here. Right, and this is a fifty-dollar game, and Stormtrooper is something people like to army build Stormtroopers, and you're just, you know, no one's gonna. I mean, I shouldn't say no one because someone will buy tons of these Monopoly boards, but most people who want to army build a Stormtrooper aren't going to be able to afford to, because the Monopoly board is so. You know, at fifty dollars a piece, right? And, and has Pulse and Dis- Shop Disney, where you can get these, are not places that clearance these things out, right? Right. You know, if it was a Target, you could wait for it to be, mm-hmm. you know, twenty percent the original price. So they're never going to get clearanced out. Mm-hmm. So if you want one, just pay the fifty bucks. Yeah. So I, I think putting a troop builder in there was the wrong call, but you know, overall, I'm happy with it. Uh, what do you think of these? What about what about the uh, new Black Series figures that they showed today? The speeder bike and the... Okay. I totally missed the speeder bike okay. until, you know, a couple hours ago when I saw it on somebody's mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, and that might be, I mean, apart from the retro collection as a whole, 
the my favorite thing that we saw today. Right. I think I think it looks really good. You know, the speeder bike is the same one we got before, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the scout trooper is probably pretty close to the same scout trooper we had, but still, it looks really good. Yeah. And this is the first, whatever you want to call it, vehicle that we've seen in the new packaging. Mm-hmm. And this speeder and, bike is colored a little different, yeah, it right? Looks white. It looks yeah, it's white. more like the the Kenner the Kenner speeder yeah, bike. Yeah, I guess. I hadn't thought of that. It reminded me of the Hoth. Oh, yeah. Speeder, you know, which again, we haven't, we don't have that in mm-hmm. black series. But no, it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, and the Mandalorian, he comes in these build-up packs for both the Vintage Collection and Black Series, right? There's one for each. Yeah, Target it's, and Walmart. Yeah, and so they come, you know, you're kind of, re, you know, with the 6-inch one, you're kind of rebuying something, although you get the removable helmet, which is nice, I suppose, although the head sculpt is a little odd. Yeah, a lot of people I see complaining about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, it looks close enough. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, of course, it was that's the target one, so nobody got it. Right. No, I didn't even try. Every, I, you know, trying. I got it in my cart, and before I could check out, it was gone out of my cart. So, but you know, we'll find them in stores with any luck. Yeah, you know, I luckily by me, I I live, I have two targets that are in easy driving range, so I will be there before work, after work, <laughs> looking for this thing because that's that's what I do. Um, and then the vintage collection, the Moff Gideon and the um, armor, those look. Those look really nice. I don't really have any complaints about those. Yeah, no, they look good. The cards, they took the right photos for the cards. I I, I guess the Armorer is very popular with fans. Mm-hmm. Because there's an Armorer in every line already. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, we don't have... There's a lot of characters we don't have from Mandalorian on vintage card that you'd think. Mm-hmm. Like Will or The Client... And uh, or you even IG eleven, right? We don't have IG eleven. Yeah, but so it must be fan favorite because it's not even an easy repaint. I mean, that's no. It looks so like they're making specifically for you know because people must want it. So yeah, and the dark saber that comes with the vintage collection Moff Gideon. At first, when I looked at it, it didn't look very good to me. Maybe closer it will. I, I thought the Darksaber that came in the Clone Wars line with um, was it Pre Vizsla? Yeah. He, I thought that one looked pretty cool. This one I can't tell. I shouldn't judge it. I can't I can't see it well enough to decide if I like it. It looked like just one solid piece to me, but I mean one solid color, but I, I guess part, it, they did kind of put some kind of white on, white on it. I guess until I see it in person, I really don't. I shouldn't judge it yet. Yeah, I mean, it could look okay. I mean, it's it's tough because mm-hmm. it can't really exist. Yeah. You know, so how do you create a negative thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that that's. I mean, we you know there are rumors. I guess that it's going to be one of their FX lightsabers. They're doing a dark saber. Yeah. And um, I'm really 
interested to see how they're going to do that mm-hmm. on an actual thing that lights up. And the um, the three and three quarter inch build up pack that comes with the Mandalorian and another Baby Yoda. Looks like it also comes with the ice cream maker. Yeah. And I wonder if that accessory is a new accessory or just a repainted one from the actual... uh, Who was the guy that came with? Will Road Hood. Will Road, yeah. Will Road Hood. Will Road Hood? Yeah, Will Road Hood. Yeah. Um... It looks more detailed. Yeah. I mean, I have not looked at the Will Rowhood figure in a while, but... And has there been an announcement yet? Maybe I'm forgetting, but has the Mandalorian um, vintage... Has there a Mandal- uh, Beskar armor Mandalorian vintage figure um, yeah. announced? Uh, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Because I'm wondering if this... I keep thinking, yeah, of course, I've got it. But no, that's Black Series. Yeah. Because this one is Beskar Armor, right? I'm looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm wondering if there's going to be another one that's not a build-up. That's just, you know, him without all the extra gear. Without the Baby Yoda and the Ice Cream Maker. And maybe not even a removable helmet. I don't know. Well, I'm frantically searching. I'm sure if if it hasn't been announced, and I don't think it has. I don't think it has either. You know it's going to happen. This, right. And, you know, and it won't be a Walmart exclusive. Right. So. And then I guess finally I should mention that they showed um, a much better prototype of the HasLab Razor Crest. It's painted, and they showed all the parts, you know, how it pulls apart and... And uh, it looks really nice. I don't think it's it's not um, vac metalized, like I was kind of hoping, but it does. look No, but nice. it still looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. Yeah, I think this will be encouraging for getting more people to jump on board because they're getting closer and closer to thirteen thousand, which we need to get those carbonite blocks, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. later on the show once Gus comes on. And now that we're talking about the Razor Crest. That's how. That's why I'm thinking because we know we're getting a Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but without the soft goods cape. Yeah. So, yeah. it is obviously coming. Yeah. No, I, you know, every every time they announce something about Razor Crest, I'm happier with it. Yeah, yeah. It looks so. It looks really. It does look really nice. Not. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking at the pictures now, it's very detailed, and it really comes apart, so you can really, you know, set it up for all kinds of different dioramas. Yeah, yeah. And like Chris has said, I think he said it on the show. If not, he's said it enough times off the show. We'll get it, you know, just in time for the the Razor Crest to be destroyed. Okay. At the beginning. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right. We see it get crashed. You know, we see it crash. Okay, I so, still can't believe it's over a year away that that you know we got. I know, but um, yeah. Is it, how did we wait a year for the? Yeah, we did. I think okay. around a year, but it did deliver on time. It it came right when they said it would. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, opening segment because I thought this was no noteworthy before I we released the regular show with uh, Gus Lopez that's uh, coming up right now. Will you get on with it? Okay. Okay. 
welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys. You're listening to episode number 91. My name's Jason. Joining me tonight, from vintage to modern, Bendoms to the Black Series, he collects it all. Our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, Jason. Good to be back again. Good to have I'm impressed you. at how quickly you came back to do another episode considering you just moved. Too. You know, I, I tell you, this time zone change is great for doing podcasting. <laughs> because you're past putting the baby down it's, and yeah, like all the kids are all kids are in bed. It's you know, it's like it's, it's time, you, you know that seven o'clock hour was harder. <laughs> so um, yeah. Uh, also joining us tonight from this week in Star Wars. Matt Fox. Oh, this is the episode I've been waiting for. I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) I'm just going to drop so much droids knowledge on everyone. You know, I considered having just putting droids and Ewoks all into one show and try to do it in under an hour and just call it the Droids Ewoks Happy Hour where we just drink (laughs) and talk about all these toys we don't have and don't know much about. It would not have been a happy hour. (laughs) All right. oh. is, that, is that where you have to take a drink for every uh, uh, item you don't have? There you right. go. And, and, uh, yeah. and, very drunk. and two shots for every item you passed up in the 90s. Because <laughs> you were trying to pay for all of those uh, Power of the Force 2 figures. Okay. Where am I also joining us? Uh, let's see. Chris, are you back? Uh, I'm back, yes. Okay. I had a really bad connection. Okay. So. Emperor's Royal Guard Collector Extraordinaire. Chris Moorhead. Hello, Chris. Hey, great to be back. Uh, talking again so soon about droids. <laughs> also joining us tonight, a very special guest from the Star Wars Collector's Archive and author of numerous Star Wars collecting books, Gus Lopez. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for uh, being on because your knowledge is desperately needed for this one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hope I can help out. And uh, last but not least, from from forlomdezuckus.com, Jake Stevens. Hello, Jake. Hello, and uh, yeah, I, and this is this is going to be one for the record books here <laughs> in regards to uh, the amount of, uh, <clears throat> I never had that uh, statements that are going on. All right, uh, let's start the show like we always do, and I'll ask everyone what they've picked up recently, and Ryan, I'll go back to you. Uh, too much. Um, let's say I got my PulseCon stuff showed up, which I ordered all that stuff, and then the GameStop figures have been showing up. Like I just got what, is it Darth Nilus or Nihilus, however you pronounce that, and the new Purge Trooper. Oh gosh, there's like still more stuff on the way too. It's hard to keep track of everything that's coming in. It's like Hasbro is just sending more and more stuff all of a sudden. It's an avalanche of things and. Uh, they're making us have no money at all. <laughs> okay. 
You know, I didn't mention this on the last show. Uh, as far as new things I got, as, as I did get a new son. I didn't mention that last time, but uh, I have a new kid. Yeah, oh, congratulations. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we had Emmett. He's actually a little over five weeks old now, uh, and he is named Emmett after Doc Brown in uh, Back to the Future. So, uh, yeah, so we have twice the fun here at home. Sure. Yeah. Hey, two kids are great. I love it. Matt, what about you? What have you picked up recently? Well, I feel pretty inadequate now. I don't have any kids. New ones. <laughs> um, well, all the same stuff that uh, Ryan's got, um, that he mentioned all the stuff from Pulse and GameStop. Uh, those uh, credit series figures are starting to show up. And just like I'm sure everybody's everybody's finding that stuff in their mailboxes, of course, because nothing's in stores. Um Otherwise, sort of out of the toy realm, but still in my collecting zone, just, you know, so I can talk about something. I uh, picked up a uh, season f- Clone Wars Season 4 press screener DVD. Uh, well, I'm trying to fill out each of those seasons. Uh, I got a uh, Rise of Skywalker um, award season screener, uh, Blu-ray disc, and a... Uh, because there's not a lot of Babu Frick, and he was sort of the high high point of the uh, sequel trilogy. Um, I got an ILM crew sticker that has Babu Frick on it. So that's what collecting has been reduced to for me, stickers. So, so Matt, you're saying out of the last five years of Star Wars betro- material, the high point is Babu Frick? Yes. I said the okay. sequel. I said the sequel trilogy. A lot of the oh, the sequel movies. The sticker. Okay, so the high point is Babu the Frick. Sticker of Babu Frick. Yeah, it's a sticker of Babu Frick. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's you know they don't make cool stuff anymore for the crew. They make them stickers, I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris, what about you? Yeah, I've got two kids, but they're not mint on card anymore. They're, they're, I've had them for quite a while. They're, they're getting a little banged up and whatnot. <laughs> Uh, my freezing chambers arrived. Uh, got those. Um, I picked up uh, a trading a, a, a pin from Dagobah Traders, uh, Mike Kurtz's uh, shop, with an, a Royal Guard on it. And my power droid. And I can't remember if K2 had shown up from the last show or not. Um, I got Brett and Parker from the Seven Inch Aliens Nika se- series. Um, I picked up an extra Galaxy of Adventures Stormtrooper, uh, the ones that came in the tube. Those things just look so great. I mean, I, I love myself some good super articulated Stormtroopers, but sometimes you need some filler in the background, and I found one for a decent price. But mostly what I've been doing over the last uh, couple of weeks is building my cantina. So I'm building a uh, shelf display for one of my Billy cases, and it's got two... Uh, booths and space for the entire bar and a little stage for uh some modal nodes to throw down on so it just went through um the first stage of, of painting and uh, i've already done the electrical but i'm not putting it in until after the painting's done so that sounds cool i'm disappointed i don't live uh a few miles away anymore <laughs> can't yeah. come over and check it out uh Jake, what about you? What have you picked up recently? Oh, my gosh, you guys. I have picked up so many pre-orders, you wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> that's the that's about it. I mean, since the last show, um, everyone's getting their 
their pulse orders and I helped, you know, a lot of that stuff was limited to one only. And, you know, I helped friends uh, buy some Transformer sets and some Black Series sets uh, that I didn't, uh, I wasn't interested in. So I was helping friends out. And that is all that's been shipping. Only the stuff I have bought for other people. I haven't got my clone set. I haven't got, uh, yeah, I haven't got a bunch of stuff um, that are showing up at people's houses. I received three, just three of the eight um, Celebrate the Saga sets so far. So I have no idea when the others are coming or if they're coming this year. I don't, I don't even know. We pre-ordered them all the same day, but I've received two or three. Oh, I said, "Oh, Jake, what? So they're out. I've got all eight. Well, where are mine then? I can't speak to that. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I, I pre-ordered all eight as soon as they popped up that day. But like I said, I've received three. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, not much in the mail. Did I tell you last show? I can't remember. Mall came. I got, I, I missed Mall on Pulse. Because I mostly do everything on Pulse because of the free shipping. But um, I missed Mall, the reissue three and three quarter. So I picked it up at Target when they had it in stock. And it was classic. They put it in a inch too small box so it was totally crumpled and i wasn't necessarily even going to open it um because it's a reissue but it is what it is um found the empire the reissue the re-release reissue the return of the empire strikes back uh uh what was it what they call it like the commemorative what was it for when they released them digitally yeah, right? the, like from 2014. Digital release, commemorative yeah. collection is the full name. Was that 2015 yeah. or 2014? 14, I believe. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the only, you know, a lot of people are like, they found old stock. Um, it's not true because the date stamp is this year uh, that they put on the back of all the packaging. So it actually is a new produced item. Um, but they didn't change any of the dates on the actual printed package, just the date stamp. Um, so that was really interesting. And, you know, the ironic thing is when those sets came out, I went to my Target to get them and I got five out of the or uh, what were there? Was there? Yeah, there's just five at that point or six. And six. I only found five and I didn't find Empire. So, ironically, the only one that's been missing from my collection this whole time is this one that's now been reissued or re-released. So, that was that was weird. That was weird, you know. You know, you, you don't always win on the long game, but that was ideally winning on the long game yes, there. Yes, and, and I found one of those sets a little <laughs> before you did, and I took it to the register, and it was register locked. Yeah. I'm glad you found one later on because I think they seem well, yeah, to be I mean, pretty plentiful now. But what are they, they think, yeah. register locking stuff, old yeah. sets from years ago? I know. And uh, I think did you, either you told me uh, the date for it or uh, our other Jason, uh, Yakface, told us the date. And so I went to Target that day and they were there and there was no problem. Um, yeah. So. I've been inventorying for the first time ever. I've been inventorying my vintage collection. So I haven't picked up any new uh, vintage, not vintage, not the vintage collection, but my vintage Kenner figures. I've actually never really over time got them all out together. And so that's what I've been spending most of my time. So I've been doing very few toy runs. That's right. it for me. Gus, what have you picked up recently? Uh, well, let's see. So not a lot of Star Wars 
toy related. Actually, the last three toy purchases I made were all non-Star Wars. Um, uh, if I go back a little bit, like I did order the, and get the uh, Lego Star Wars Lego set from that was I guess intended for Celebration, the Vespin Duel. I didn't even collect that stuff, but it was just like, oh, what on a whim? <laughs> it's on for sale online, so so I bought it. Um, yeah, the last three other non-Star Wars toys were all evil can evil toys, which is a whole other story. Um, but yeah, I, I also picked up some things from the prop store auctions, just some non-toy related things, like I posted online about um, I got the armature for Han Hoth for that was used, you know, when they animated Luke. And, actually, the armature was actually used for both Luke and Han on the Tauntauns. So I had other pieces from that miniature, and so that was kind of cool to put that set together. Yeah, I saw you posted that on Facebook, and that just like the 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 run that you have from that. Um... That just continues the debate about the blue brown jacket. It right? does. It, it reopened the debate. <laughs> because, <laughs> because yeah, because I've looked at it up close at your house, and it's yeah. blue. It's blue. Yeah. It's blue, Han. Yeah, it's blue. Yeah. Like Lucas don't wanted to settle it because the costume, Harrison Ford's costume, is actually brown, and yeah. but it's actually the 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 miniature is actually blue, which is probably. Largely that and, you know, the quality of photography back then is probably what contributed to the debate, you know, because it's just this, mm-hmm. is it blue, is it brown thing? But the answer is both. Do you think that they possibly made it a blue jacket on that one to try and replicate the blue cast that they were putting on a lot of the Hoth scenes? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, they must have had just reference. I don't uh, yeah, I'm not sure how they got out of sync on that, to be honest. Uh like which came first, the miniature or the um, or the costume? Uh, but um, you know, the I have the um, I also have John Mollo's sketch for that costume, uh, like his original sketch, and on that it's brown. So John Mollo intended it to be brown. <laughs> so, but I guess I eleven decided, yeah, but let's make it blue. And then Kenner, whatever they must have seen, looked blue to them. Yeah, and the Kenner went blue, not just on the small figure, but also the the prototype large size figure was also blue let's just get an update on the has lab razor crest jake you've been keeping track of the numbers as of october 18th where how many how many have been ordered all right well i actually haven't looked yet today because i i uh i do i'm looking now but i normally do my counts at 9 uh p.m uh, Pacific time because oh, okay. that's midnight Eastern time. So, so as since of we're yesterday, at seven, it's fine. Yeah. So, well, I, I got the current count. Let's see. As of yesterday, it was eleven four four one. So eleven thousand four hundred forty one, and just uh, uh, twenty two hours later, it's at eleven four eighty six. So only about forty. And that's uh, that's the trend right now. That we saw a spike once they announced the the third tier, mm-hmm. but uh, but before the spike and after the spike, we're talking uh, it's got a very small one to two percentage growth each day. So I mean that's normal for a Kickstarter. The right. normal Kickstarter uh, has this major lull in the more in the middle of its run, and we are um, today is day twenty four. You know, and uh, day 24 out of about 45, 46 days. So um, we're just about exactly halfway through. And so, yeah, I expect it to be pretty mild. Um, You know, it'll I I have no doubt it'll meet the 
13,000, is it, that it needs for the third tier? Yeah, let's, um, let's just back up a little bit. Since we talked yeah. last, there have been two additional tiers. So the first tier that we did talk about in the last show was the Escape Pod, which I think all of us agreed was not very exciting. <laughs> the second tier they announced just probably right after we recorded the show was the Vintage Collection Baby Yoda carded figure with a vac metalized uh, baby carriage. What do they call it? Pram. Pram. Okay. So it's uh so it's the, the they're they're branding it as Navarro, Baby Yoda, the child uh-huh. Navarro, which is at the end, you know, um after he, you know, yeah. uh kidnaps the baby back and they're trying to get out and all the bounty hunters and so it's the imperial version because it's nice and shiny, and, I guess is, that's the idea. And that that tier was met at what was it, ten thousand? The yeah, you you needed so the basic right the the basic funding was six thousand right right and but then, then the first tier was the 8, first 000, tier right? was eight thousand the next tier was ten thousand okay and now they skipped you know they went up by twos until the third tier they went which up to is, thirteen which they've announced are going to be four uh four figures in carbonite blocks as seen in i think episode one of the mandalorian mm-hmm. yeah so the mithral the mithral um horatio sands blue character mm-hmm. he's getting uh, the carbonite treatment and then the three other characters which man i just you know props to carlos and the uh, folks uh who are obsessed with marvel comics um because you know in and it's kind of come out now that the three other, I mean, not officially, you know, a lot of people have reached out to like um, people on the production team trying to get someone to, uh, you know, confirm it. And no one's talking, but um, the, the three other characters that were already frozen carbonite look like they're from Marvel Comics, the Rick Duel gang. And yes. Uh, and so, yeah, they, there's they a have to be. That has to be. Yeah. I've looked I mean, at that. I've looked at the pictures. I've looked at the comic book. It has to be. There, there's just there's, there's no it, other. It is, there's no there's no coincidence. No. That the mm-hmm. people are those races. They look the same. I mean, the guy has a beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl has kind of a cross, you know, a V-neck type thing like her costume does. The other guy's a Rodian. I mean, those are just like it, yeah. it would be so insane to just randomly mm-hmm. say oh that just happened so yeah yeah so these are the rick dual gang you know in our non-canon head canon world so okay that's kind of cool all right so um ryan i'm gonna go back to you and say what do you think about these next two tiers and well the thoughts? the baby uh the, the child or baby yoda whatever we're calling mm-hmm. them is pretty nice and that we're actually getting a vac metalized pram there. Uh, we haven't had vac metalization in like 10 years in Star Wars, so um, that's pretty cool to see. Um, the fact that it was a carded figure, I'm like, well, I don't want to take that off of card. And I know they're going to release it on regular card, but there's specific pieces in this, like the hand that holds the little knob and everything. That means my uh, my ship will be knobless uh, because I'm going to leave that on the card. And that also means that pram's going to stay on there. But um, I like that tier much better than the uh, the escape pod. I know uh, Hasbro had a little deal about that escape pod and why they, that was a tier, why they put that in there. And it, I, I guess it makes sense, but it wasn't just exciting to us, really. Um, 
the newest one, the Carbonite blocks, this is what I wanted all along when, when they first showed it. For some reason, I've got an affinity for Carbonite stuff. So uh, I was excited that we were going to finally get those Carbonite blocks and all four of them, um, which is very cool. I, I think this is the best thing, and I'm hoping it gets up to 13,000. Looks like we got 1,500 to go to get there, so we'll probably get that. Mm-hmm. Matt, what do you think about the two additional tiers? Um I mean, I like the Yoda because the baby Yoda, the child, whatever you want to call it, because, you know, it's another carded figure. I wish, you know, they were doing the same thing they did with the Yak face where, you know, there was something special about this carded figure, this version of it, but not so much that you needed to open it, you know, because you were going to get exactly the same figure later on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it does not at this time appear to be the case. That's the only problem I have with that. Um the carbonite blocks, I'm happy because everybody else seems to be really happy about it. I mean, I'm they're neat. I like the fact that as Jake was going on about the, you know, the Marvel continuity, which, you know, would have gone right over my head. Um, but, you know, that's cool. And they look cool. And it's good that they're, you know, they're an important part of that, you know, first episode. Uh, so, yeah, that's great. And I hope I hope it gets to 13 quickly and. You know, they can announce another incentive, you know, for the home stretch. I, I would like a, yes. a fourth one. Back so. metalize it. Whatever, you know, that'd be cool. Electronics. Uh, Chris, last time we talked, you had not ordered this yet. Did this, do these new tiers move the needle for you? Um, yeah, I'm excited to see that third tier. The, the second tier was better than the first. Um, and I think the third tier is better. We all know Yoda's, baby Yoda's coming. Um, you know, I'm just with a carded one. We're never gonna. I mean, most of us are never gonna open that carded figure because that's the only way to get it. So um, it's just gonna stay on a card back, just to wait for the regular release, whatever it's gonna be. Um, I'm I'm sitting about like 80 percent, probably going to get it. Um, it's more of a space issue than anything else. I just don't have a bought for something that big that fits with what i want to do in my room so um i'm probably gonna just get it just in case because you know like if i really decided i didn't want it i could probably flip it for at least whatever i pay for it um but i haven't pulled the trigger yet so it looks really cool and um, yeah, really happy that they finally doing those carbonate blocks, which we all knew was going to come. I don't understand why they couldn't have managed to get that ready for what was that the the Mandalorian panel or they had a few weeks back. I mean, they waited what like three days later and then they finally revealed it. Yeah. So. All right, uh, Gus, you don't really collect modern stuff. That you haven't in a long time. Are you gonna? No, I used to, but it was a space issue. <laughs> I, I did buy the sail barge when they did that, and I haven't pulled the trigger yet on this. But um, I'm I'm sort of more likely to than not, so because uh, it, it looks pretty awesome. So I yeah, so I occasionally will buy modern toys, but it's mm-hmm. it's usually these huge projects like the Haslab stuff. Okay. All right, so. Moving on, the uh, topic of tonight's show is going to be the Vintage Droids line from Kenner. 
We uh, haven't talked about vintage toys in quite a while, and I think part of the reason was I don't know much about the droids line. I didn't have them as a kid. I didn't really collect them even as an adult collector. So we kind of been putting this off, but fortunately we are lucky to have Gus uh, Gus on with us tonight because he knows a lot about this line. He's I think you're the only person I know that has um, has all of them, including the unproduced figures. Um, so let's go back to it looks like 1985. Um, Nelvana, which is an animation company, produced uh, Droids as a cartoon series. It's the first aired September 7th, 1985, and it ran through June 7 of 1986. Um, cartoon series based on the characters R2-D2 and C-3PO, and I believe in the canon, this probably isn't even canon anymore, but this, this, these episodes took place before the original trilogy. And very few original trilogy characters were even featured on the show. I think maybe Boba Fett and maybe he had like maybe Stormtroopers. Was there a Gamorrean guard in Max Rebo band? Yeah, IGD was there. IGD and some Imperial officers. There were a few. Okay. But de- but uh, the uh, the big three, Luke, Han, and Leia, were not featured at all on the show. And I think that's probably – I was 12 when the show came out, and I just I – just, I think I watched maybe one episode and just thought this really isn't for me. Um, and then once I saw the figures, I they did not appeal to me either. The bright colors just – I don't know. They just kind of turned me off of, of really collecting Star Wars figures. Um, I was probably on my way out by this time anyways, like a lot of people – around this time so kenner to coincide with the uh with the cartoon series um produced the line of action figures they did i think 12 figures the 12 figures initially they all came out with coins uh similar to the coins that came out with the power of the force line except i believe these coins are gold is that right gus yeah, they're all gold toned. In fact, they use some of the ones from the part of the Force line. Mm-hmm. So some of them, like uh, Ewing Pilot Boba Fett, and actually their versions of R two and three PO, that were just basically the coin they had for part of the Force, just gold toned. Okay. Although uh, they, they ended up switching the R two and and three PO coins to also have a cartoon version of those coins too. Okay, and I'm gonna run off the list of the 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 the. The 12 uh, figures that were produced for 1985, and this was R2-D2, A-Wing Pilot, Boba Fett, Jan Tosh, Jord Dusat, Creel Mole, Kez Ibin, C-3PO, Size From, Thal Jolbin, Tig From, and Uncle Gundy. Ryan, I'm going to go to you. Were you collecting uh, Star Wars figures when these came out, and did you pick any of them up? Was I collecting? I, I don't even remember seeing these in the store, in all honesty. Uh, by the time these came out, I was heavily into G.I. Joe for sure. Um, I mean, saying that, I know I bought Power of the Force stuff in the stores, I, even on clearance, because I still have like my Haunted Carbonite bought for 99 cents. But like, I don't even remember ever seeing droids and, and Ewoks card backs in stores. I don't remember any of that. I remember the cartoons. I didn't care for the droids cartoon. I did watch the Ewoks cartoon. But no, I never bought any of that stuff, and I don't even remember seeing it back then. And when 
as an adult collector when you when you did take notice of it in the 90s um i remember there used to be this awesome toy store in redmond it was called play it again toys uh and you could go in there and they just had like boxes and boxes of action figures and you just dig through them and see stuff and i wasn't as well versed for sure on my my droids and ewok stuff and i'm sure i you know pawed over some probably droids and ewok stuff and and passed it up and didn't buy it i bought a few here and there for relatively you know for actually for really cheap prices um in fact, I don't think I've ever spent a lot of money on any one of them, but um, I happen to have a Droids R2-D2 for the sole reason of in – was it 2010? I was – I love to watch eBay auctions and look for just like piles of action figures and see what I could find. And there was this one where all I could see was an R2 foot, and I was pretty sure the coloring was for a Droids R2, and I think I got the lot. It was probably – 30 figures in the lot i probably got it for under 50 bucks for the entire lot and sure enough it was a droids r2 in really really good shape and i can't remember if that one came with the lightsaber i have or because around the same time i got a, a regular pop-up r2 in a similar lot for super cheap and i got a lightsaber with one of them and i don't remember which one it was but um mm. i totally lucked out in getting that um, I remember seeing three POs for super cheap, like well under ten bucks. Nobody wanted them. Um, I'm so wishing I'd bought one back then, as well as like yeah. the Frog Boys and stuff like that. But yeah, that's the way it works, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Matt, your um, mom was making sure that you collected all the Star Wars <laughs> figures. We talked about this when we were yeah. t- finishing up the last seventeen on the Power of the Force. Did your mom make sure you got these too? No. Oh. No, by the fall of 85, I guess when this came on TV, I was a freshman in high school and yeah, I'd, you know, totally moved. There were no toy lines that I cared about at that point. I um, didn't even know the show existed. I wasn't aware of the figures at some point, late eighties. It must've been the late eighties. Cause I can't imagine it would have been later than that. I remember seeing them at a, I, Toys R Us, possibly a KB, although I don't even know what I would have been doing at either of those stores. Um, but I did at that point see them when they were marked down dramatically on clearance and just sort of thought, no, that's interesting. They kept making Star Wars figures. Um, but I had no interest. And even when I got back into collecting in the 90s, it was something that I was aware of, but never, never pursued until... You know, in the last, geez, in the last decade, when I sort of wrapped up, uh, you know, my vintage collection, I started, that was sort of the next thing to move on to was get the droids figures and then I'll move on to the Ewoks. I'm still, I've only got about, I think, four droids figures as it is carded. Uh, I don't have any loose ones at all. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's any interest that I've had in it has come very very late in the process and i certainly never had the luck or was even looking to have the luck that ryan had about you know seeing cheap ones back in the day chris uh any memories of the droids figures coming out in 1985 i have absolutely no memory of the droids cartoon or any related products from back in the 80s uh i was gi joe at this point and the last figure I remember seeing of Star Wars was a, a General uh, Lando 
but I saw in a Fred Meyer and yeah, no memory of these at all. I'm trying to think of when I even became aware of them. It would have been at least probably in the 2000s, mid to later 2000s, when I would have first heard of these even existing. So, yeah, no memories. Jake, any fuzzy memories of droids figures? Oh, sure. Um, piles and piles of them stacked in red KB Toys discount bins that you would walk right by. I, um, I, you know, these did, I, I wasn't, I didn't watch the show. I knew of the show. They weren't, uh, for me, you know, it wasn't, it didn't connect on that star Wars level, either show, um, for your, uh, star Wars adventure hour. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I didn't get into them at, in the slightest. I was in love with GI Joe and transformers, uh, in 85, um starting a love affair in 86 with like other lines like mask and stuff and so star wars was um yeah what what wasn't on a radar for me um i well i'll take that back i did have most of the power of the force figures so i was focused on that type of star wars still um so i had most of those but the droids and ewoks line i no they were nothing i carried interest in so i did not have a single one growing up and it wasn't until yeah like a you know uh late you know mid to late 90s is when i started you know going back and doing research and you know going through sand sweets guide um that we all the action figure uh was it archive uh can't think of it you know the early gray one that he produced the visual guide for the uh, vintage line that started me getting me more interested. And so then I started tracking them down and I found a lot of them loose, but I also found a lot of them carted at uh, our good friend Lynn, when she ran toy stable, one of the uh, great toy stores here in the Pacific Northwest in the nineties. And so I bought a lot of them from her on card for like 15 bucks and ripped them right off the card. (laughs) Um, and so to date, to date, I'm only missing two. I'm missing the pop-up R2 saber and I'm missing the size from, and, uh, I laughed and I scoffed at the price, um, a few years ago when I went down, uh, to Rose city comic-con with, uh, Tom Burgess and Chris B. We went down to, uh, Rose city comic-con and we stopped like you do at, um, at, um, Oh my gosh! Come on now. Um, um, what's the main Portland store? I'm losing it right now. Billy Star Wars store. Billy Galaxy. Thank you. Oh, Billy. Billy Galaxies. Uh, we stopped in Billy Galaxies, and he had one. Uh, and it was like, he, you know, if you've ever been to Billy Galaxies, there's stuff hanging everywhere. It's awesome. It's like a museum, but it's it's decked from head to toe, right? And kind of like the toy stable used to be, um, with Lynn. Um, just everywhere, nooks and crannies you can explore. Well, I remember finding one, like almost like pinned to a rafter, way up high in the store, and it was a size from on card in a star case. I mean, it had like an inch of dust on it, right? And uh, I asked for the price, and it was priced at five hundred, and I was just like, oh yeah, no, I will never ever pay five hundred for a vintage Star Wars figure that, especially one I want loose, right? Flash forward, and this wasn't even that long ago. Flash forward to today, 
you can now pretty much only find Sice from loose at that price. So as crazy as I thought it was then, it is even more crazy now. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. On my on my the budget that I carry and the salary that I carry, I don't know if I will ever uh, have one of these. You know, Star Wars. Current Star Wars would have to slow way down. Hasbro would have to slow way down for me to then go, all right, I'm ready to drop, you know, half a grand on a loose figure. Um, it's still the idea of it's uh, rough for me just on how I collect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gus, do you have any memories of these figures coming out in 1985? Well, I remember when they came out. I didn't collect them at the time they came out. Um, and, I, I, you know, I wasn't – I, you know, I watched – some of the droids in Ewok series then and didn't find them that good. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, but the droid series I like better than the Ewoks, but, um, but, uh, no, I didn't buy them back then. I mean, I did pick them up in like the mid nineties, loose and carded sets. Um, and so that's sort of my first time buying them. And, uh, no, in fact, you know, I really love the Boba Fett droids, Boba Fett that, uh, so much and and Pam, my wife and Pam, I think all of you met and no, um, she was also into it and so she bought one too. So we bo- we both bought them for like a hundred each. So we had two <laughs> droids Boa Fett. So, uh, but yeah, I used to find these things so cheap. Like you'd find carded droids figures for like twenty bucks. That was pretty common in the nineties. Uh, but it's obviously like in high demand now among collectors. Is it, the line is actually super popular now. It's really kind of crazy because it never was in the day and even in the 90s it wasn't that strong yeah i think like for me the droid line in the 90s was something well i'll get to this later once i have all of the uh all of the um the standard stuff from the films and then of course by the time we got to that it was too late and too expensive yeah yeah (laughs) like when, when i picked up um the white witch vehicle uh the um you know, I, 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 I had, I had, I was lucky to, just sheer luck actually, the, in the photos when that was pictured, one of them so it had like uh, R2 and it had uh, Thal Jobin and it had Drudusat, and I, I was able to find the two prototypes that were there, but like the R2, the droids R2, I was like, oh well, mm-hmm. I, that, that's not known where it is, the one in the photography, so I was like, okay, I'll just pick one up. I'm like holy, holy, like like price on that guy. I hadn't kept up with what happened to Droids R2, but you could find them for ten bucks in the nineties. I cannot believe what they sell for now. It's insane. So yeah. I just held off buying one to display. I have one in my collection, like a loose one, but I don't have one on display with with that vehicle because it's just just sticker shocked at the price of that loose figure now. In addition to the figures, they also released uh, three vehicles: um, the A-wing fighter. The ATL Interceptor and the Side Gunner. Um, I'm not too familiar with the ATL Interceptor or the Side Gunner. I don't have either. Um, but I know the A-Wing is in super... That's a pretty high-demand vintage vehicle because it's also in the film uh, Return of the Jedi. So have you guys been able to get any of these vehicles? Um, Ryan, I'll go back to you. Uh, actually, I have all three of these vehicles. Um, but I think it's almost coincidence, but, uh, I've actually had the side gunner for really, really, wait, can you hear me? Can you hear me better now? Yes, we can hear you. Sorry. Uh, actually I have all three of these vehicles and I've had them for quite a while. I actually bought the side gunner a long time ago for super cheap, probably in the nineties. 
Um, I would probably say for under ten bucks, most likely. Um, because yeah, I just thought it was cool. I thought it was cool looking. You know, it's like you got the little sidecar on it, and uh, I, I just liked it. And it came complete and everything. And so I've oh, I've had that for quite a while. Uh, the A wing, I wasn't sure when I'd ever get that, and it happened at a Sarlacc meeting probably five years ago. Somebody was selling an A wing, and it's missing one gun, one of the side guns, uh, for like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, well, I guess this is my chance to get an A wing, and so I, I actually bought it there. Uh, and then the ATL Interceptor, I didn't buy that long ago. Uh, it may be longer than I think, maybe about four, maybe four or five years ago again. Um, I bought that actually at Billy Galaxy that uh, Jake was talking about earlier. Uh, I was going through there, and I always like to pick up something when I go through stores like that. And I was like, well, I don't have this ATL Interceptor. It was probably 35 bucks when I bought it. And I was like, well, that's not bad. I'll pick that up. And uh, so I picked that up then. And now I know the prices on that side gunner, especially to have it complete with the two guns and everything, and the ATL inter- Interceptor have just skyrocketed as well. So I'm really glad I picked those up at one point, unlike those body rigs uh, that I've never gotten. But, uh, uh, yeah, I actually – I think they're actually really cool ships. Obviously, the A-Wing is awesome, and they've reused that mold I don't know how many times uh, with the modern line with Hasbro. And I, th- I think both the ATL Interceptor and the side gunner – are probably better than most of the mini rigs uh, that we got in the regular line. I think they're both really cool ships, uh, and they make more more sense than say the uh, the steamroller looking vehicle and um, like the cap uh, the capture bit. What is it? I can't. The cap five, I think, is what it's called. Um, or that one. I don't even remember the name of it. That's like tan and looks kind of like a coffin. Um, but uh, I like them better than those for sure. I like they're pretty nice. Journey to the all-new world of adventure with the Star Wars droids. The race is on. R2-D2 and C-3PO get Thal Jobin ready, set, and gone. Thal's a sure winner, but villain size and T-Chrome want to stop him from the side gunner Teague attacks. Thal races for his life, but here comes George Dusat in his A-wing. He fires, hits his mark, and sends Teague sailing. Who says good guys finish last? Share the adventure with these figures and vehicles. Batteries not included, each sold separately. New from Kenner's Star Wars droids collection. Gus, since you, since you yeah. have since you have to leave, yeah. I, I just want to we want to yeah. ask you about the unproduced items. Yeah. And yeah. if you could just go through them and just um, give us any kind of you know give us your experience yeah. on collecting them. Yeah, I can walk through them. Yeah, I mean, yep. uh, I I was a big fan of the unproduced uh, droids figures. Uh, I mean, I thought like you know they had basically the background was Kenner was going to do a second wave of droids figures. They had the twelve from the first season. And they were going to do they were going to do a second run and um, they ended up, you know, the droids figures didn't sell very well. Neither did the Ewoks figures. And so they only got to like prototype form, uh, but they got pretty far along. I mean, they 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 had sculpted them. They made hard copies of them. They were shown at Toy Fair. They had a lot of photography of it. There's a there are a couple examples of near production samples. Um, they made coins for all of them. Um but they just were never sold in stores. And there were there were eight of them they were gonna do for line. And I would argue like they were probably the best among the very best of the droids figures. They were Jessica Mead, Mongo Beovab, Governor Kung, Gaff, Monjopa, Vlix, Admiral Screed, and Kleb Zelok. And you know, a number of them were villains, um that, you know, some really cool characters, uh like particularly like uh, uh Gaff or you know, just this uh, really cool alien character. 
and Governor Kuhn and Admiral Screed are some popular ones. And so, yeah, I picked up, I mean, I have a full set of them. I, it took me like 11 years to put together from meeting, you know, and over the years, I mean, I'd seen several of them, but there aren't that many that were made of each. I mean, I would say in the ballpark of about a dozen made of each character in some form, either like a first shot or a painted hard copy. Uh, so the, it's pretty tough to put a set together. I mean, I've only known a few people that have ever done it. Um, and, um, and it gets tougher, of course, as time goes on because the demand for them goes way up and the, it's a little more expensive and people don't sell them very much anymore. Um, so, but basically, uh, yeah, they're just, a, just, and if you, if you show, look at the photos of them and compare them to the first wave, they're just very well done and, uh, and just some awesome characters there. Uh, so, you know, I, I had, uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, made it, you know, when, when, back when it was, I haven't done this as much recently, but going to Cincinnati, the home of Kenner and meeting Kenner employees over many years, just an event, hundreds of Kenner employees, you know, we'd, we'd, buy and go with friends and we'd buy like collections from these counter people and occasionally they have they'd have unproduced droids figures and I'd be okay I'll take you know licks this time and another time you know I'd take like you know uh you know Manjopa or something you know and it was like each time we would I just sort of managed to put a set together um and so yeah that's that's how I sort of got my set together and just love the figures they're just an, an awesome thing uh, to add to the complete set of those and can you explain to us there were they were these were going to be released with coins is what like the original yeah. like the original ones but was there there what can you tell us what the companion droids are and oh what, yeah yeah what so that was going to be droids is a really obscure thing um so they uh they had these they were they were going to bundle the droids the figures with a non-posable small droid like it's it's you know about a third the size of of the, the a lot of them were like the, see if you can imagine like the mouse droid in Star Wars, mm -hmm. kind of like that. There were small droids that were companion droids that that would would accompany the figure. And so uh, what wasn't clear is are the companion droids droids going to replace the coins? Is it going to be an addition to the coin? But the idea is that they would be on the blister card with the action figure. And so those those are really obscure. There some of them exist in various prototype forms. Uh, like I have a, um, a wood pattern for the this like uh, tread droid that like was gonna um, a, compa be companion droid to Jessica Mead, uh, and there's and what's interesting is if you look at the cell and so there's there's if you look, get a lot of the sort of background stuff on prototypes for Kenner, you can see examples of all these different droids. There was one for R two D two that was really cool. It was this like droid that he rode in, so it was like a little vehicle that he flew in. The R2 one's pretty awesome. And I have some uh, what they call model cells from the droid series just that were just used for the animation. But the model cells are the ones that sort of define the character and show it from different angles so that they can use it as reference. And I have model cells and sketches for a lot of the companion droids. And so they were actually you know used for the series. Um, and actually, a lot of the animation cells for droids, one of the fascinating things, if you pour through a lot of them, there are names of ships and characters and 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 planets and designs that were used actually in the prequels they actually reused a number of things in the prequels but that's oh, wow, a story i did not realize that 
Yeah, if you go pour through, you go, wow, like Lucas just reused a lot of that for the prequels. It's kind of interesting. Um, so a lot of concepts, you know, when you see some of these obscure vehicles and things that they had, you're like, oh, yeah, you can tell that that influenced the prequels. But, yeah, so um, the companion droids were, the, you know, I, I don't know. We don't have a lot of background on the companion droids. I like, don't know if that idea was killed when they were going with the second wave of figures because all the prototypes that were shown at Toy Fair, all that – for the second wave were with coins so and no companion droids so it might have been a concept like after that but uh and they were going to get issue companion droids for the first wave of figures as well so some of those had had companion droids for them as well okay and there was also going to be a um droid c3po case that's right so the you know if you're familiar with the return of the jedi c3po case um that uh the gold metalized case they were going to basically take that same mold although although they altered that a little and uh we're going to make a yellow plastic uh droid c3po case and so there are two versions of the prototype but and i have both versions um slightly different color yellow different molds on them but basically they um they were going to do a droids version of the c3po storage case for the action figures and that one was, you know, they, they featured in packaging, you know, with droids themed packaging and the blue packaging and was shown in the Tufra catalogs. And, and so that was going to be another thing planned for that second wave, but they never, they never made that toy either. Um, but it would have been, it, I, I just love the look of that thing. It just is beautiful. The yellow case on the, with the blue packaging is just one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Um, and, uh, you know, that was that that was another. Yeah, because a lot of times when people talk about the unproduced droids line, it's usually the action figures themselves. But, they're, you know, the droids Cerebio case is actually a pretty significant unproduced item from that series. And um, one of the craziest finds that I that I think I've heard of and, and now have seen at your at your house is the White Witch, the uh, unproduced vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane that you have that. It's insane. I mean, we I've known about the White Witch for like, like we knew of its existence for like two decades before I was able to get get it. Like, so you know, there's there's a lot of documentation on it. There's photography. You know, talked to Kenner people who you know knew about it. Uh, there's sketches of it, but no one had ever found one. You know, that was the thing. Like almost every kind of unproduced toy from Star Wars. The great thing about Star Wars is people were saving it from the very beginning. So very little I – mean, there's a lot of stuff that did get thrown out, but there are very, very little – very few examples of things that just never were saved by anyone. And that was seemed to be one of those. It was like, ah, oh, this is even around today. And then several years ago, yeah, I, through, you know, through a, a dealer I knew who offered it to me, um, Tom Derby is the one offered it to me, he basically was uh, – you know, just like, wow, I can't believe that thing was discovered. Like, you know, it was, it was quite a find, you know, that such a thing could be discovered. We didn't even know it existed um, anymore, like that it was still around. And so now did he recently discover it? Yeah. He had 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 it. No, he didn't have it. He, he found, he, he threw some contact. He had discovered it. Um, And he got, he had told several people and he got a lot of offers on it. There were, there were a lot of, a lot of offers on it. And I, and it was really weird because, you know, he, 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 it, something like that, you can ask a pretty high price. And I wasn't really going to spend money on it. And, uh, like, cause it would be very expensive. But, like, it was one of those situations where, um, he wanted trade. He wanted, you know, he wanted to do trade. And it actually gave me an edge over all the other people interested because 
I had a lot of stuff to trade and, and, and others did not. I, th I think that that's why. And it also, I think Tom was really nice about saying it fit in my collection because unproduced toys is like a thing in my collection. So he wanted it to see, go to, go to my collection. And so, um, so we were able to work out a trade and, what was interesting was most of the stuff I traded him was stuff and it was good stuff and some quality things I traded, but I mean, and a good quantity of stuff, but it was all stuff in boxes under the beds and stuff. Like it wasn't anything that was like out on display. So it didn't, I didn't really have, like, I usually don't trade much, but like it, I didn't feel like I missed anything. Uh, mm -hmm. So to be able to trade all that stuff for the white witch was kind of awesome. Um, yeah, so that's that's a, sort of the story behind it. But yeah, it was a great discovery. Like we didn't even know it was around anymore. Um, there there aren't that many things like that from the vintage Keter line. Yeah, and that's because the White Witch. Uh, for those listening, if you're not sure what it is, it's a vehicle that was featured in the first episode of the uh, animated series from Nelvana. And I think was it just that one image? Was it just a black and white image of it that existed, or were there actually color photos? There of were it? color. Yeah, there's there color were okay. shots of it. Of the, the I think image. there was. To uh... Action Lee's action figure had it pretty early on, right? Yeah, and, and yeah, and I think Tomart's had it too, and and yeah. uh, and it was uh, yeah, and 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 Kim Simmons, you know, was a photographer for a lot of the, most of the years. The Kenner line, he he had shot photos of the White Witch, so he has he has since offered just you know slides and photography of it. Okay, and all of this, um, all of these unproduced unproduced items that you're talking about now can be found on the website the swca.com it's definitely uh worth your time to check that out if you're interested in this kind of thing and gus's uh prototypes book do you have those for yeah. yes. uh are those on amazon currently gus you can, you can find them on amazon yep and uh and also completestpublications.com we sell them there too all our books but okay. including the prototype book which droids line is extensive in that <laughs> that book all the things we mentioned the droid 3po case white witch is not there actually i didn't have the white witch at the time we did the book uh but um but but all the unproduced figures are there as well one other thing you mentioned to 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 me that i didn't realize was that tatooine skiff was also um going to be okay. reissued on a droids box Yes, that's right. It was, uh, it was, there's, it's in the, it's in the Toy Fair catalog from 86, I think, has the, has the Tatooine Skiff and Droids packaging there. Uh, so that was planned in, you know, they, they switched around some things from Power of the Force and Droids, right? Like the A-Wing was originally intended for Power of the Force line. And there's, I have a, I have a proof sheet of that in our house, uh, of the Power of the Force version of the A-Wing. Um, but the Tatooine Skiff sort of went the other way. It was a thing that was planned for droids, and I guess they issued on uh, in, in Power of the Force. So there, there was, there were, you know, there were some that were either planned for both or or switched lines where they offered it. But there's a yeah version. There's some there's some comp what they call comp sheets of some of the packaging mm -hmm. of the droids Tatooine Skiff. But there's some question about you know the background on them. But um, but but anyway, there's definitely some photography of that that version okay. it's good and and just and, and also mention that the uh, the brazil the brazilian um toy company is it glass glassiti how do, how do they pronounce their name if you i mean glassliche is how they pronounce it uh okay. and, and if you pull up the commercials online mm -hmm. you hear them at the very end they go glassliche you know you're really fast. <laughs> okay you know, like yes it, I, and i've heard I think it's. I think I'm getting. It, I'm not butchering it too bad, but Les Liche is that. And they also released some droids figures, including one of the um, unproduced figures, Vlix. He's uh, 
the coloring is slightly different, but he did get an official release in 1988. Yeah. Yeah. A number of the Brazilian Glaciche figures are, are different. Like they have, some of them have different molds. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the Blix is definitely different than the one they intended for us. Like, and it was a few years later, right? They made the prototypes in the mid eighties. They decided not to do them in the U S or Blix and the other seven figures from the second wave. Uh, but then when they issued it, a few years later in Brazil, they did issue Vlix, but they it was a very different than than the uh, if you hold them side by side, they're noticeably different, um, just a different paint scheme and so on. All right. Um, so Gus, really want to thank you for being on the show and sharing your knowledge about this this uh, this line because we certainly didn't know much about it. <laughs> yeah, well, not many people collected it. I mean, very few. It's, it's actually hard to find a kid who ever played with droids figures. Like, <laughs> it's actually really hard to find them. And I bought, you know, I bought hundreds of collections, you know, over the years and very rarely would come across droids figures. So nobody really has a memory of playing. <laughs> really, it's pretty rare. But uh, they are hot with collectors. Love them now, that line now. So it's just yeah. kind of thing. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, thanks for being on the show. And the website, the SWCA.com, has a lot of this information. So check it yep. out. All right. Thanks for having All me right. on. Thanks, Gus. Have a comment or question about the show? Email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Find our archived episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Smart Radio, or our Galaxy of Toys Podbean page. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for show updates. Um, Matt. Vehicles. The vehicles that were released officially. Let's see. Let me pull back up the list. The A-Wing Fighter, the ATL, and Interceptor, and the Side Gunner. Do you have these? Um, Not in their droids. I mean, obviously, I've got A-Wings um, mm. from the 90s. But, uh, no. And to be honest, I knew almost nothing about I knew there was an A-Wing, and I knew there were other mini-rig-ish kind of things. And until I was prepping for this show, I hadn't paid any attention to them. They look pretty good. They actually look better than those those final mini rigs that we talked about a few episodes. Yeah, back. it does look like they upped the quality a bit. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's you know they're things that I might look at you know look to add to my collection. But mm -hmm. obviously, I did not have any of them. Yeah. I do not to this day. Chris, I'm I'm. Uh guessing by the answers earlier you provided you didn't know about these and you probably don't have these well the vehicles uh no um they, they are kind of cool that what's the the atl interceptor that actually looks like a pretty cool vehicle i'm not really sure what that piece that folds out forward is or it seems kind of weird on the design but the design like of the capture claw yeah i would personally remove that as a from the design but then again you know it's it's I'm guessing it's referencing something from the t the cartoon, but it's a pretty cool looking vehicle. And um, yeah, that was my question. Were these in the show? Having not watched it, I don't know. Or are they truly mini rigs? I've never watched well, the show. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I, was, I, a... I, I had pulled some of these up. Wikipedia. The, okay, so <laughs> so according to the ask on, awkward question on the SWCA.com, they say that. Um, one of the three vehicles released for the Troy Lines. Um, let's see. Hold on. 
So the ATL Interceptor was designed for the standard return of the Jedi product line. So that one. And it has conceptual drawings bearing Return of the Jedi logo. So, so that one. Well, so that this one was, was meant to be like one of their imaginary off-screen. Yeah, I think so. And why or, they went with those cheapo ones, I don't know. Or so was this. this part in there uh, the saga continues or the epic continues? I'm curious now. Well, I think that the epic. Well, this was for designed for Return of the Jedi, and the epic continues was not till '86. Yeah, I guess. Let's see. Uh, appearances. Here's a, a screenshot of the side gunner vehicle actually in the cartoon, but I don't see any shots of the ATL. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm on Wikipedia and uh, Wikipedia. And you know how they usually have appearances? It says Star Wars droids escape into terror for the ATL interceptor. So it looks like it made one appearance in an episode. September 14th, 1985. And uh, also, no. That's the second episode. That's the second episode of the season. The the photo references, the, the photos for these vehicles. Oh, yeah. Jake, do you have any? Do you have any of these vehicles? Uh, I have both of the uh, the mini rigger type ones. So I have oh, the side cool. gunner and the ATL interceptor. I bought them again, toy stable, super cheap back in the day, just because they were vintage figures that I didn't have, um, or vintage uh, vehicles that I didn't have, and I had all the mini rigs. I'm actually only missing one body rig, and I'll have everything that's considered little rigs. Um, and so, yeah, I, but I didn't have these, of course, originally I got these later on in the nineties. Um, and I've never pursued the A-Wing, although it's on again, it's one of my to-do lists, but like we've talked about these to-do lists keep getting pushed back and the stinking, uh, the stinking prices of them are going insane. So, you know, they're, they're, the, the, the pushing them back is pushing them almost out of obtainability, um, but how I excited never... were you though? Like when Kenner in 1997 brought that A-wing out. Well, that's the thing. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Once I had that A-wing, which I never had as a kid, I knew of it, but I didn't have it. My desire to go after the vintage one at a higher price just wasn't there, right? Yeah. And so yeah, I was totally. a college kid on a college budget, you know, and so I wasn't straight out running to get an A-wing at that point. So. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the lines never stopped since. And so, you know, I've really picked and choosed, uh, what, uh, vintage pieces I'm willing to spend money on. And my priority has always been figures first. And that's mm-hmm. why at this point I'm only missing a couple figures for the entire run loose, including droids and Ewoks. So, yeah. So, yeah. So no Ewing, but I have the other two and they're cool. Um, cool ish, right? They're definitely, like Ryan said, better quality than the previous mini rigs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Ryan, I'm going to go back to you. Do you think Kenner made a mistake by switching over to droids and not just continuing with the standard movie line that we were collecting up until then? Uh, um, you know, fan me says yes, but if I, if I look at how things were going at the time, I mean, Power of the Force figures were, were selling for dirt cheap already. They weren't selling well. Um, you know, obviously, I, I think the whole push was to try and put this stuff out 
under a different name at least so that uh, maybe it would sell better. Um, ultimately, I don't think it would have mattered whether if it was under like a Power of the Force card or uh, you know some other more Star Wars Star Warsy card because I mean Ewoks and Dreads cards are very different, of course. Um, but I think the only thing that might have drove sales on them, and let's be honest, and most of us were kids at the time, uh, if they had made them more articulated like our GI Joe figures. Um, how many of us went into GI Joe not because we liked what it was? But we liked the the full articulation on the figures, so that our yeah. action figures could actually kneel and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think if if Kenner had put in the the time to redo articulation on Star Wars, it might have actually lasted longer. Um, I'm just basing that on my experience. I don't know. I, I I'm interested to see what you guys think too. Kenner never was much on articulation until. For a long time, where they no, were. I mean, if you look at Super Friends, you look at Super Powers, you look at Star Wars, you look at He Man, you look at Mask. Yeah, but uh, Super Powers actually had knee joints. They, they did have knee joints. That in is Super true. Powers. That is true. Yeah, but He Man was Mattel, not Kenner. Wait, no, but I'm just, I'm just naming, <laughs> I'm just naming brands of the yeah. era of the time okay. that didn't necessarily embrace articulation. Like, like I said earlier, I was huge in the Mask. Those are like. Two and a half inch, three, you know, five, uh, five POA figures. Perfect they, size. To flush no, no, no. They have the knee joints too. Mask has knee joints as well. Say it again. Um, <laughs> I said those. <laughs> those are the perfect size to flush down the toilet. you. <laughs> but you also had the GI Joe. They had a cartoon series that kids our age were yeah. drawn to. Yeah. Yeah. So the design on GI Joe was just was so lines. far beyond Kenner in 1985. GI Joe and the Transformers were on mm-hmm. after school. Droids yeah. was on Saturday morning. I remember buying my first GI Joe figures because of the articulation. I saw them in the store. I was like, "Whoa! I can actually bend the knees on these figures and move their arms more." And I bought a Snake Eyes figure. I had no idea of the, the what it came from. I just thought I thought it looked cool. That's the only reason I got it. So what are we gonna talk about now about Droids? Anything else? <laughs> I'm only you missing said, four figures. I don't which four are you missing? Uh, let me look here. I, I actually keep a list for this. So <laughs> I am missing Kez Isbon. Sorry, Kez Ibon, C-3PO, Size From, and Tig From. Like super expensive figures. Is oh, wow. Tig now expensive? Because he used to not be, but I know all of it. Well, I, I think last time I looked, they were all over like well, well over two hundred dollars. So to me, that was expensive for a figure. Yeah. No, of course. Um. Yeah, and then here, I, I'm missing sites from too, and it's just crazy. Um, is that over 200 loose or carded? Loose. Oh, it's 500 carded for sites from. I mean, loose for five. Let anytime I find them on eBay, they're usually in that four to five hundred dollar range. Loose. I actually found uh, someone that was selling a bootleg of it. And the bootleg alone, and it was not a good bootleg. It was not a good quality bootleg. That alone was uh, bidded up to like $300. I mean, you know, it's just it's just insane what uh, what I, these figures are going for. I have I only have two droids figures. I have George Dusat mm-hmm. and uh, Uncle Gun. Thal, no, Thal Jobin. <laughs> And I don't even know what to do with them. I don't. They don't really display well with my other vintage. The thing figures. is, I, I don't know what. To, I, where do they go? They go in a drawer or something. I don't even know what. to well, do. Well, they don't match 
other Star Wars figures. Right. No, none of these, except for the A-Wing pilot and Boba Fett, they look completely out of place with all the others. They look so different. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm really surprised they didn't um, repaint Boba Fett the way they did with C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine definitely... how much he's going for these days? Oh, I Thank know. goodness they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, as he is, he's still... Well, I mean, a well card one. Brand. And that is an amazing card art. I mean, that is just... Yes. They nailed that one. Yeah, we didn't really talk about how cool and different the card art is on these from the Star Wars line. Well, now's your chance. You know, yeah. I don't know. Well, it's I mean, cool, but different, sure. But I, 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 I guess... Think the card yeah. art is the best thing about the figures. The figures themselves are pretty <laughs> ugly. <laughs> But the card art's pretty awesome. So. I remember seeing these at KB Toy along with those KB Toy two packs. You know where they took yeah. um just old stock the, re- the Return figures. of the Jedi ones, right? Return of the yeah, they put it on a Return of the Jedi card back with no no photo on it, and and, and the back was cardboard, blank, with just blank, nothing on it. And they just took two figures, random figures. None of the ones, none of the figures I saw had any weapons or accessories. They were like a dollar for two figures, and then I saw the, uh, and they were with, they were next to the droids figures. I remember seeing them, and I just remember thinking that Star, yeah, Star Wars was done. I knew it just looking at that. It was just sad. It was, it was sad. It was a sad toy aisle to see that. Here's the thing. They're not they're not the most exciting figures because we don't really have attachments to them. We don't, you know. I mean, I. I can't tell you the last time I tried to watch a um, uh, the droids, see, uh, you know, the season on, you know, I had to buy it on blue uh, bootleg at a, you know, a Comic Con a few years ago that had the entire run of droids and the entire run of Ewoks because, you know, they just don't. I have the official, you know, it's, versions that they put out there, but it's only a couple episodes, right? Yeah, they edited right. in the official versions that they put out on DVD and VHS. They edited episodes together to make it seem like they were one long thing mm-hmm. and they also changed all of the music it's just different yeah and so it's, you know i wanted to experience it um the the it, the, the series but i mean yeah. every time i put it on i lose interest so quickly and here's the thing though it's confusing to me because i actually really do like um I like vintage Star Wars worlds that are not based on the movie. So, like, I really enjoy, like, the 45 stories, and I read the Marvel comics and, you know, and the picture books and the Ewok books that are out. But for some reason, the series, the animated series, I I, I have to, like, I don't know, I have to take some Adderall or something Why? to try to focus and get through it. Why is droids and the ewoks for that matter not on disney plus is it because they're ashamed of it or what? i mean it seems like it would be great fodder to put on there i mean mm-hmm. you know but here then again is there a lot of things on there that's not canon the the tartakovsky clone wars aren't on there uh, yeah um, that's another thing the lego series are on there? there aren't they why like can't the they just have a canon why can't they just have an opening credit that just says Star Wars Legends, just like the novels have that they re-release, they put under the Legends banner. And you can do detours, you can do Gendy Tartakovsky, and you the can holiday do... holiday special. That would, be, that would be fun. That would be a great yeah, idea. Yeah. Um, here, but, but let's take a look, though. Is there... A, 
I don't know if there's like are there wuzzles on there. Are there um, um, gummy bears? Are there you know? Um, do they have the other like early '80s Disney properties on Doesn't there? Doesn't matter. Star Wars is more important than all that <laughs> stuff. Well, they, it may just be they don't own it. Oh, and, and maybe who they was don't. it on ABC? Was it ABC? Uh, yeah. Well, that doesn't it was ABC. He owned it. Yeah, but, I mean, there was a good. But chance. there have been various home video releases over the years. Well, yeah. In addition, you know, right? Matt, who released those video releases? What? What? Go who's the... check out uh, Nathan P. Butler's Beyond the. What is it? What is his video? His uh, Star Wars home video library YouTube series. He's Beyond got the... all of those. Yeah, um, there's about 30 episodes on he's documented on, on droids and Ewoks. Yes, and he's documented all of the different VHS releases of the sh- of the. We should have him on to talk about this of yeah, the show. Sure. Um, is the, did we did we officially establish? I looked it up. Side Gunner was in two different episodes of the series, so it is actually a series used show. I mean vehicle. Yeah, and the uh, catalog, it's funny, the catalog description for the side gunner says it's the perfect vehicle for villains, especially those kids, it's kind of weird, weird, especially those kids will see every week on the new droid series. The Imperial (laughs) side gunner vehicle is realistically detailed with a center car cockpit, cockpit that opens up for placement of one action figure and a sidecar that accommodates another. Is it just it's so weird that I mean what what backstory has not been written about this and the fact that a Death Star gunner the, is the gunner the in the product, Yeah, the product catalog for the Imperial side gunner and I'm I'm on the SWCA again looking at this yeah. stuff. They put for whatever reason Bespin Han in it. Kind of weird. Yeah. And on the package mm-hmm. it has a Death Star gunner. It's just yeah. Those guys don't seem to see a lot of action, except uh, maybe in the droids cartoon <laughs> packaging. Do you think there's um, Matt? I'll ask you. Would you like the retro collection to revisit some of this kind of stuff? As much as I'd like them to revisit anything, um, you know, it's. Uh, it, I would love it if they do those unreleased figures. That would be great, but I think that's uh, way too, uh, you know, too deep niche? of a grab for oh, yeah. for them. I uh, think if they redid this line with Retro Collection and put it on sale for, on Hasbro Pulse or Entertainment Earth or whatever, it would sell out. I think people would buy it. Well, did I you know? Three PO R two would probably sell, but I think the others would be might be a harder sell. You bundle them. You bundle them just like you did in Hasbro Pulse. Just did those new five POA Marvel action figures. Did you see those um, during what was the last major event? Uh, oh, the yeah. Hasbro, the official Hasbro Con, Haslab, right. Hascon, right? Um, they 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 did new five POA figures, which Hasbro has not done five or has not done three and three quarter figures for a while for Marvel. But they decided to do a retro 5POA line, and they you could buy certain sets together. I mean, certain sets, but if you wanted to buy them all together, you got additional figures. And it was like $80 for like six figures. Chris, you don't think un- Uncle Gundy would sell? 
after the initial it's... hardcore collectors grabbed a few, I I just don't see anybody else grabbing that. I mean, the, once you get past those top level characters, I don't see anybody but hardcore Star Wars collectors getting those. Well, I mean, no Ryan, one's know what they are. Ryan, should the retro collection look at this stuff? Do you think and possibly release some of this stuff? I think they should look at the unreleased stuff. I've always wanted like the, I thought always thought the unreleased uh, droids and Ewoks figures were some of the best stuff there yes, was. I agree. And there was but, a rumor going for a while that that was actually going to happen at the, through a different company, like a Super Seven. I don't even remember mm-hmm. who it was, I'm, yeah, but yeah, that was several something. years ago. They so would have, yeah, happened. Super Seven would have knocked it out of the park. I think. Oh, I mean, great. Um, the regular line, no. Uh, honestly, I felt like Kenner really made some poor choices for their. Other than like, a, you know, the A-wing pilot, I guess Boba Fett was obviously a good choice, three PO R two. But some of those other figures, I'm like, like Uncle Gundy. Like, I guess again, I didn't watch the show. Maybe he played a big part in it. So, but can you honestly, imagine most being of those character designs and... are like, who cares? <laughs> can you imagine being eight years old and at your birthday party and you get Uncle Gundy? It's like getting Lopa. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's getting Rancor Keeper. Yeah. I mean, we, come we, on. We, can, we can get Uncle Gundy, but not Uncle Owen. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Not my uncle, hashtag. I mean, I, I've always thought, like, the Admiral Screed character was a really cool-looking Yes, uh, he, thought, he would be yeah. great. That would have been far better. And They you know, actually, uncle, uh, Ad, Admiral Screed is actually canon now because right, he, know. Is in the, not, he is in the, um, a new, He's in the see. Tarkin novel and one of those. A new, yeah, a new, yeah, the Tarkin novel. He's in the Tarkin novel. Is Tarkin, is the Tarkin novel canon? Was that before yeah. the disc purchase or after? No, it's canon. It's after. It's, okay, yeah. I couldn't remember. It's one of the yeah. It's like it was like the third book, I think that was. There was a couple right around that time. Like I know Darth Plagueis is not, but right. you, know, you know, there's a back and forth of it. But yeah, okay. But yeah, I know he popped up in a few things, and I was like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. I think he even appeared in the comics, and he has like an eye patch or something or other, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Every oh, Imperial cool. in the comics has an eye. He patch. needs to be in the Mandalorian. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But as far as just releasing the regular line as a as a, a retro wave, I think that'd be a great way to kill the retro line, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Straight yeah. to Ollie's. Is, is that like I, I don't know. You guys are He-Man fans. I Except the Boba Fett. Guys like that. Like, would, would people like really clamber for fake or and as oh and my gosh ryan do not say anything bad about fake or he's like my favorite he-man character <laughs> of course he is <laughs> i don't know much about he-man i, I can't even really oh, talk about oh faker's the best he's he's he-man but he's blue <laughs> with orange hair he's like okay. the best okay i'm sorry okay. i don't i don't know my he-man stuff maybe so here's maybe. the deal so so we've we've established retro is probably not a good fit for this because of the uh, the lack of popularity in most of these figures. What about here's here's an alternative version. What about in the vintage collection, you get a Boba Fett, you get an A-wing pi- pilot, but on droid cards. That might be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing that. That, that could be cool, yes. They I basically have released the droids Boba Fett on the animated debut figure from the 30th, was it the 30th anniversary? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I mean, so, they could, the coloring's right to match the droid TV show. I think the well, coloring's very similar. It is pretty Boba. similar. That'd be, yeah. that'd be cool. Giant, did there some of their jumbos in the droid? They did, yeah. Yeah, they did a Boba Fett. Yep. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that would be cool. And a C three PO, I think. Modern, modern, um, modern uh, vintage collection updates of the droids figures on droids cards. That there would be go. cool. I mean, and then you can, and then you could pop around and do like a stormtrooper or an IG eighty eight, and you could do some other characters. That would bring Good some morning, guard. That that could bring some interest into the show, and then you drop it on Disney Plus, and then you mm-hmm. can flirt with having some like Admiral Screed in there, characters that people don't know, but maybe do know from the Marvel comics. I mean, there could be a a graduated way to kind of reintroduce droids and tie it into media because we all know that's what they need to do right now, right? We're not getting a movie this year, and so the rumors. Uh, if you go to certain friends of ours websites, sounds like, you know, the next retro line's not going to be based on a movie property, but instead something more media based that's current. So, you know, that that could be a way. I mean, if Hasbro was looking at it in those terms, yes, you could essentially move into a droids line. And uh, why wouldn't you? I mean. Why why aren't they doing more with Ewoks? I mean, they could do a lot more with Ewoks. Not just the cartoon series, but like the the, the premise. I mean, Star Wars fans love cutesy stuff, and I and I know and don't don't stop, hold your tongues because we all know we weren't big fans of the Care Bear, you know, like stuffed teddy bears in '83. But speak for yourself. Uh, no, the, the, and Jedi was the least favorite. At some this point, for yourself. <laughs> this is a weird tangent, but have you seen the Care Bears that they're releasing now? They look horrible. What's going on with Care Bears? <laughs> Last time I was at Walmart, I saw a big, uh, like a five pack of Care Bears. They're they're done in a weird animated they look, style. Right? They look horrible. They look horrible. They haven't Anyways. been. They haven't been good since American Greetings. We'll, we'll awesome. save that for our Care Bears. Yeah, I, I, I missed those. I've got more to say about Care Bears than you Going back Ewoks. to what Jake was saying. <laughs> You know, there's a lot, we have a backlog of a lot of content that needs to be done, especially for three and three quarter inch over the last seven years. I think they're going to probably stick to things that are a little bit more current and a little bit, a lot more popular than, than droids was. Yeah. Most definitely. I Most wouldn't never on seeing any reissue of a droids, except for maybe that fat. Next Hasbro yeah. poll, I'm putting in Uncle Gundy. Uncle... <laughs> Uncles unite. We want Uncle Owen and Uncle Gundy. I could just see the presentation, the Has- Hasbro Pulse presentation. Everyone, the vintage collection, we're adding your favorite uncle, and everybody's really excited, and then it's Uncle Gundy. I, it's I don't want have... Uncle Lars. I want Klieg Lars. Come on. Yeah. Grandpa. Yeah, no, the the uh, the Uncle Gundy presentation at uh, at any type of uh, con that comes around and announces that it's going to be met would be with better than the, the Angry Birds one. I was just going to say <laughs> would, be, would be met on par with Angry Birds. Praise Half you guys. Hour of Angry Birds. The um the coins that Gus talked about, it looked like they were considering. I don't know, like he. They weren't sure about if they were going to change it, these companion... I'm sorry. It looked like in addition to the coins, they were also going to have companion droids, or at least thought about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Do you think the companion droids were a good idea, or just stick to the coins and nobody needs an extra little piece of plastic? 
Uh, oh. Ryan, what do you think? You know, honestly, I don't know much about the companion droids. I'm probably seeing them at Gus's, but I'm actually like, I gotta go look those up. I don't know much. I yeah, always like the idea have of like any on display. I think he might only have one. Okay, yeah, I, I was unaware of them until I looked through the book before the show. Yeah, the prototype book, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I've got that. They're uh, like tiny little little plastic droids that would have come with the figures. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea. Anytime you get something like that, I think it's cool. I mean, it's an early version of the Droid Factory, or right. the Droid piece. Later ver- version of Droid Factory. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, to me, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, do I want them now because they're vintage and they're unproduced? Yes, I would love for, you know, some some future set to have these just built in as some type of, like, mini droid. I mean, that, here's the thing. Maybe maybe we don't get droids uh, figures as they were, but I would love seeing those figures introduced into like um you know how we are doing the celebrate the saga sets, and they have a random droid in there. Imagine if one of them was you know something from the droid series, you know, just weaving a little bit in here and there. Would I like to see those unproduced little companions? Yes, but do I honestly think that they're the equivalent of all like the the build a weapon features that came in the Force Awakens line? Yes, I do. I think that they're honestly like on par with those. And I know Jason put those in a bag either to recycle or never see again. So, yeah, they all went into a bag to never look at again. <laughs> <laughs> I do not display any than... of I do not display any of that stuff with my figures. Yeah, this would be far better figures. than those build a weapon things. I hated those. Oh, those yes. were horrible. Yes. Those well, the go, question those is, build... are these build a, are these even in the droid show? Right. I mean, did they? These are these companions expanded universe to the expanded universe show. I don't know. No, no, no. I would have been excited to have seen a mouse droid. That would have been cool. Yes, but they're not. They're not mouse droids. They're, they're, not. they're, they're small. They're just little made-up things yeah. from Kenner. Yeah. Um. The talking about droids. Here is one thing that just completely kind of gets skipped over almost every time. People talk about the droid show, but they always forget about the droid special called The Big Heap. Now, The Big Heap, if you haven't seen it, it's not the part of the animated series. What? The Great Heap, right? The Great yeah. Heap. The Great Heap. It's not yeah, part heap. of the animated series. It's like a primetime hour-long or two-hour-long movie that was out there. And uh, you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. That's where I had to watch it, of it's... course. but. That's the one where they they put the robots in this and the droids in the spa and treat them all yes. nice because they're it gonna is, suck the life out of them. It is a trip. Yeah, because yeah, the great heap is going to consume them or control them or something. Yes, it is. It is way out there, Star Wars for the eighties. Yeah, that's it's 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 it, it's, it's kind of a sad, it's holiday depressing. special. It's yeah. it, it's it's holiday special equivalent in parts. And of course, I think I don't know if we mentioned it. I don't. I don't recall hearing it. But Nelvana made this show, and the reason they made this show and the Ewok show was because they were also the ones that did the holiday special cartoon, which we all yeah. know now from behind the scenes. Well, I mean, was... they're they're a pretty sizable Canadian animation yes. company. So yes, I, mean, I know they do a number of things still on the Disney Channel and whatnot. Oh, still? I guess I've never yeah. really followed up on them. Andy uh, Manning, my kid's favorite show when he was 
that age, and it was a Nelvana. When he, yeah, Handy Manny was a big deal for a while. Um, I'm, yeah, I was just perusing their, uh, oh, Nelvana.com. There it is. And, uh, oh, yeah, Bravest Warriors, Esme and Roy, Hotel Transylvania. I know that one. Max and Ruby. There you go. Mysticons, Ranger Bob. Yeah, I guess they are pretty. Uh, the Zuzus in Truck Town and Super Boomy. Dog and Pony Show. Yeah, oh, okay. They're pretty they're pretty well uh, active then. I don't know any of those things that you just mentioned. <laughs> well, they're, they're, Oh, they do Bakugan and Beyblade. You know those ones? Hot Wheels Battle Force 5, Rescue Heroes. So, Nelvana's still operating? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm just learning now. They did Wildcats. I figured they were in the dustbin with the droids figures. Wow, they actually have quite a few shows on here if you go to Nelvana.com. Oh, live action. That's the name pop up a few times on cartoons, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they even have live action shows. And did then the uh, Tartakovsky show? They named the uh, one of the planets Nelvana, right? Yeah, and that's where that, Anakin goes and gets, gets uh, tattoos. the tattoos, right, and loses his arm. And man, those shows are so good. I, that's again and the other thing. The later episodes of Droids I learned while doing my research uh, were all Ben Burtt did the stories, so they're you know within the Lucasfilm family in a way sure sure yeah no i'm and Stuart yeah. townsend of the police did the music or at least the theme song yes Stuart copeland Stuart copeland yeah yeah yeah, I remember that. yeah there, there, there's i mean it's an interesting journey it's just not like i said it's just it struggles to hold my attention but you know as a good star wars fan i'll need to i'll need to man up and and every episode is on youtube Every episode of Droids. But which version? <laughs> I don't know. Does it even matter? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. You, you, we're, I think we, uh, probably most people uh, listen to the show, and you, we all know the circles that we run into. We're, we're seen as pretty mega fans, right? <laughs> we're, we're uber fans when it comes to most things Star Wars. Um do we know anybody that's freaks on this show? I mean, Gus, of course, has a claim because he he owns the items, but even he didn't give a rip about it when it was out. So is there anybody out there, though, that is like all in? I know I mean, we have a good friend, Amy, right, who's all in on Ewok stuff, but she loves Ewoks and not necessarily just the show, but she loves Ewoks in general. Are there anybody out there, like there are Clone Wars fans? Is there anyone out there that are droids or Ewok fans, animated fans only? That's my big question. Curious. Yeah. I know somebody group? who like only collects and is really big into I can't even remember her name. The the, the gal in the green that they did the figure of. I can't remember you know, her name. Kia Mole? Kia yeah. Mole. Kimo, yeah. There's wow. somebody who's all about that that character and figure and everything, but that's about all I'll line out from that. No, that's interesting. I, I didn't know that. Um, He's a collector for everything. Yep. Right? I mean, if Lobot rates up there, I mean, anybody can collect anything, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Any new Lobot collections on the horizon, Jason? 
He had a pretty good, you know, it was about two years ago, maybe even three now. He had a pretty good year. He had a Hallmark ornament, uh, itty bitty, a bust. Um, but this is his 40th birthday. Come on now. It's like a decade's worth of product right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a good year. I think it was 2017. It was a good year for Lobot. Can't, I don't know why. He's, is he ever going to be on a vintage collection card? That's what I want to know. His I mean, best chance was in that Bespin freezing chamber. Yeah. And instead they put a troop builder, which I don't like. Why would they do that? Well, if you're going to put a troop builder, put an Ugnut, a Bespin guard. I mean, I mean, I, I love stormtroopers, but, you know. And Jason, your uh, stormtrooper nice. storm storm trooper was nice. mildly bent up, though, in the box. Yeah, it's bowed. Um, I put it in a star case, so I guess it'll probably straighten out. How was the it, bubble? Uh, the bubble's fine. Okay. Yeah, they're not protected in there at all. Not at all. I got no, two with very smashed bubbles. Oh, in the box, smashed bubbles, huh? Yes. Were they delivered I mean, but the boxes you get them in were, the store? I got them at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. So I was able to return them to Best Buy. But, um, yeah, if the box has the slightest bending, you know, if there's the slightest crush on the box, don't take the risk. Where in the box is the card do you know Can you it's on the top it's just laying on top loose mm. there's not like a pocket that it could be like face no, down no. into or cut there, the cardboard no. out no there, nope. there's no protection for it hmm no skimped a little just bit thrown on that, in the huh? box with the rest of the stuff well that's too bad i ordered a couple of those who knows when those will show up see i don't get anything i don't get anything sad did anyone get their clone three pack Yes. Yeah, I got that. What? Come on. <laughs> I got I got all my PulseCon exclusive. All that stuff showed up. Fine. Um, you weren't complaining, though. You weren't getting anything for weeks, though, right? I wasn't. Well, I have way too much on pre-order. But, um, but nothing else in Pulse is shipped. Like, you know, the, the Carbon Freeze Chamber. Um, I have tons of pre-orders through them that have not shipped. And I'm betting because of the PulseCon, it's going to delay a lot of that stuff, which somewhat I'm not too upset about because it means i won't be spending that money this month which is kind of nice i gotta notice that my black series mandalorian just the the second costume regular shipped friday yeah i think i have that through entertainment earth and it hasn't shipped entertainment earth has been way behind on stuff too like yeah they have um but like dorkside just shipped out my uh like my endor wave and that so i don't know has anybody found holiday figures that they were able to purchase? I haven't, they, no. I haven't seen them. I haven't, I haven't seen been any. out to stores in a week. Mm. I keep seeing people finding them, but it sounds like they're all registered locks no matter where you go. I have all those pre-ordered, so I'm not worried about them. But well, I know Target was the hard one, and apparently there was some sitting locally on the shelves here in our area, but uh, register locked meant they were going to probably, you know, be put back in the back room and hopefully yeah, brought the out target again. one i couldn't pre-order so i need to find it but that was that the was same the, way i did with get the that one target cara dune yeah i don't the, have cara dune pre-ordered that's one i have to get but, but i like I, I said i found her so and then uh we haven't talked about the most recent pre-order on uh last thursday boba fett on a alternate card oh, pack yeah that was cool, though. I mean, right? They zoomed in on yeah. the card, so I don't know what the explanation is for that. But 
So I've seen, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I've seen some people online saying that the Kenner, the Kenner one from back from '83 or whenever when that came out, that the the his waist and legs are are hand drawn, are drawn, oh, are really? painted, and that they're actually not part of that photo. I don't know if that's true. I read some. I read that on Facebook, so it might be face. It might not be right. It might not be real. I'm looking at one right here on my wall, and what's it look like? Yeah, it could be airbrushed. Yeah. It, so it, yeah, now that you you know I might not have noticed, but now that you mention it, so I, I, that's like a theory as to why they did that. But so they probably tried to get back. Do you think they found the original negative and realized there wasn't perhaps, a bottom? And perhaps. so, but why can't they just? Scan the. Who cares? Just back. we want the old one. Well, we've had some crappy scans. Like what wasn't it the yeah. uh, what was it the Bespin Luke a few years ago had a really low res image on it, yeah, right? That, Bespin Luke but that's was always bad. been bad. Han Solo trash compactor was awful. That's, oh, that yeah. does look wonky. I'm looking at it right now. I've never that's really looked at that. That does look wonky. Yeah. So I think that's why they did it. That cape coming down is. Drape looks yeah. all wrong. Yes. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, a very blurry line between the cape and the pants. Yeah. Huh. Weird. All right. Well, that's very cool to know, though, now. Oh, it just sounds like they don't have access to those original images. Yes, because they're all in collector's yeah. hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're all in the state of Washington. Right. Good percentage of them um, is they're in a file drawer. Sense, right? <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah, so I, I, yeah. Um, what about, uh, and most people were able to get this figure, even though it sold out on Pulse in like minutes, as Boba Fett does, as most things on Pulse do. Um, but it was offered at multiple different retailers. And uh, I think, Matt, you had mentioned you'd purchased a case down the road, right? Or you purchased well, they, a case in the past. When the... Um... Leia figure, which Leia figure mm-hmm. did they announce back in May? The, the oh, Bespin Escape. Bespin the Escape. Bespin Escape. Well, when they announced that, Entertainment Earth also put a case up for order that had that figure and then three other unidentified figures, which I ordered at that time. And, sure. and now Boba Fett is one of those. So now it's Leia, Boba Fett, and two unidentified figures. And I think the uh, Jason at Yak Face is saying that one of them is Snaggletooth. Yes, we saw that. Snaggletooth and and, uh, what was the other other one? one. It was, um, hold on, was it Grief? Was it a man? Yeah, one of them. Yeah, it was a Mandalorian. Yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah, so we're getting, uh, it sounds like, rumor, right? Because we don't have any confirmation from Hasbro yet. But it sounds like we're getting a Grief in the Vintage Collection and a Grief in potentially the Retro Collection. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's a good chance that there'll be two different versions, not necessarily the same one, just in different articulations. So that could be cool that we're at least getting some more representation from. So if they do Snaggletooth, is it going to be an all new mold? Is it going to be based on what the holiday special Snaggletooth? Well, or... I guess that three pack one that came out several years ago in the vintage collection. Oh, it's going to be you think it'll, you think it's going to be a repaint of that? Yep. Yeah. 
And which one was that though? Was that the too, yeah. was that the that's holiday the special Hulk or was version. that the Zutton or whatever? That's the Zutton, yeah. Zutton. Zutton. Yeah. Hopefully they do this, the original card back art. That's all I care about. <laughs> yes. Right. And that'll be the that's like the that San is like Comic Con the... exclusive. Will be the blue version next year or something. Ooh. Uh, yeah, probably. But that card back is um that's a holiday special photo. Yes, it is. Yes. Yep. Yes, it is. So. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe they won't use it because it is holiday special. We know that they're not too keen on it. Who knows? Oh, but they they've not totally disavowed it. I mean, you see it pop up once in a while. I mean, there was a well, Christmas stocking that was official Lucasfilm that had art from the Luke, the holiday special just a couple of years ago. Well, it's going to be supposedly are... referenced in the holiday special next month from Lego too. That's what I was yeah. just going to say. Yeah, we we get the they're definitely playing up. Holiday Star Wars holiday special. Well, yeah, I have with like I love it's, Mandalorian itself I, is supposedly took place on Life Day, right? The whole thing right. where he, he loses his parents and everybody's wearing red cloaks. Well, that's, so, yeah, that's our theory, right? That, well, those, that tuning fork thing is uh, yeah. yeah, holiday special. Yeah, tuning fork rifle. And then I, uh, by the time I, don't we, think I can sit through a Lego holiday special, I don't. I don't oh like Lego animated shows at Dude, all. Dude, Freemakers was so much fun. I, I, I can't. I can't watch more than two minutes of that. I you, enjoy. You've not put your kid on that yet. Come on, put nope. that kid on that, and that will help you get through it. <laughs> he doesn't really like. He doesn't, I don't think he'd watch it either. I really enjoy the Lego stuff, and um, yeah, Bob and Bill, they're two uh, guys that ran Freemakers, and a lot of those fun. You know, spin off, you know, droids, tails, and stuff. Um, I tweeted out to them asking if they were involved with this new one, and they said no, but one of the showrunners or one of the uh, producers involved with Freemakers is doing this episode. So hopefully it will have some of the same uh, wit that those previous episodes had. Because, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest, it was an entertaining show, and my kid liked it a lot too. So it kind of bridges the generations. So. Why can't they give us a real holiday special and get Daisy Ridley and... Uh, yeah, good luck. Oscar Isaac. Brian and... Johnson to direct. Yes, let's just make this really exciting for fans. Oh, man. Um, They're chicken. What, um, is anybody hyped about High Republic coming early next year? Is that, I, is anybody no. interested nope. in this? No. No, I'm not yet. Using the phrase "the High Republic," I mean the jokes just write themselves. <laughs> I yeah, like I go, I do all the novels and everything, but I can't say that mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. It's like okay, whatever. It'll be interesting to see. Who knows? It could be really great, and I really enjoy it. I'll I'll be one to admit, I was I enjoyed like those first uh, Zon novels, and I thought Thrawn was okay. I never got in the bandwagon a big Thrawn fan. But I've read almost all the Thrawn books, including the most recent, and they're really well done, and I do enjoy them at least. And they're usually some of the better Star Wars novels out there. So you like who knows? Maybe High Republic could be like that too. I wish the novels were filling in the sequel trilogy time gap, like the stuff before the sequel trilogy. And I want to know more about Snoke. And oh, I want to know more. I want to. I want a, a novel about the uh, Sith Eternal Emperor and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem to avoid yeah. all of that. They go to Batuu quite often, but no, you know nobody seems to. It never gets into that that era at all. Which now that the, all the movies are out, you'd think they'd start to go back and fill some of that in. Yeah, because I want to know. Like, I mean, I probably will appreciate the movies more if if I read a novel about how the emperor 
reconstituted himself or whatever yeah, the, he did. <laughs> the closest we've got has been the there's like the the alphabet squadron stuff, which is leading into it. Which I'll admit that last book that they did, I I just lost interest in it and quit halfway through it. But and then they've had the Poe Dameron comics that uh, kept up through a lot of that, and they did a whole series on Kylo Ren and how he kind of became Kylo Ren with the Knights of Ren and everything, and that was interesting. But yeah, they really haven't touched a whole lot with the sequel trilogy at all. Mm-hmm. So anyone that's still listening to this episode, I just have to ask, why are you still listening at this point? I was wondering if we were still actually doing it. <laughs> <laughs> this is more like after show talk. Where this is probably the after right? show. It'll probably wrap up uh, after we talk about droids. I think I'll just cut it there. This is relevant, though. I mean, uh, I, mean I, I could I, put... I'll release 10 episodes next week, little 10-minute yeah. snippets of this conversation that's going nowhere, really. No, but, I, but I do think it's all relevant, though, to collectors <laughs> right now, though. I mean, it's yeah. No, in. we would have had this conversation at the beginning, but we you know, right. had to get to droids. Has now, now somehow we got to get through right. the... I want to... we got to get through the Ewoks, too, because I actually am looking forward to getting to Power of the Force, too. Yeah. I actually have some passion for that stuff, but these droids and Ewoks things. Well, I think oh, we God, could I knock Ewoks care. off right now in about five minutes. <laughs> the Ewoks, it was a line Got of them all. stuff. <laughs> I didn't know about it. I didn't collect it. I don't have it, and I probably never will. Absolutely. Hey, look at him. We brought it all back. Droids and Ewoks. <laughs> all right, guys. I got to go because it's late, and I got yeah. stuff to do still. Do you have to do a thanks for joining us or a sign-off to the show? Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks. I want to thank everyone for coming back on the show. Mr. BYZ on YouTube. You, you know, I think uh, after tonight, maybe I'll do a video about that uh, ATL Interceptor and the sidecar so people can see. You should. I'd that. be yeah. interested in watching that. Oh, yeah. I haven't covered much vintage on there, so that'd be kind of cool to do. From this week in Star Wars, Matt Fox. The original. The, the, the best ever. The original. Always a pleasure, even when I have nothing to say. Oh, oh sorry. Somebody's... Time to that's do your my... chart, Jake. Yeah, that's Time. my 9 o'clock chart. It's midnight. <laughs> uh, he collects the the guys in, dressed in red that fall down easily. Oh! Chris <laughs> Moore. <Morehead>. The prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have this exact same discussion last time? The prequels no, and time. the sequels. And, by the way, they did a horrible job of protecting the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. All right. <laughs> Weren't they supposed to stop people from throwing him down a, down a um, chasm? They weren't there. They were, they were doing his bidding. If And I don't want to get political. If the president was picked up and thrown down a shaft, <laughs> wouldn't he be a little upset with the Secret Service? Like, Wouldn't you be like, well, what were those guys doing? Look, if they'd still been at their Coffee stations... Break? The Emperor yeah. would never have fallen down that shaft. The, yeah. No, the guards would have gone first, and then the Emperor would have gone. <laughs> Wasn't there a... Uh, didn't someone just post uh, a Marvel comic recently where Vader yeah, was taking out guards? Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, I, yeah, they, yeah. I, I think it's in a comic I haven't read yet. I saw it posted online, but... Uh, yeah, there's something where the Emperor gets mad at Vader, and uh, he basically takes out the guards really easily. So, The uh, Emperor in the comics is always really mad at Vader and always like doing 
evil stuff to him. Yeah, they tend to go back to that. They they do. Yeah, it's always like the emperor screwing around with Vader. But like, who else was on the show tonight? (laughs) Jake. Yes. All right. So the official count uh, from 24 hours ago was only 51 crests were backed in the last 24 hours. So that brings us to as of this Sunday recording on the 18th of October, 11,492. So. We still got about 1,500 to go until we get our uh, carbonite blocks. But Get on it, people. We have 22 more days to go. Okay. And as with all of these, it seems to give a ton of backings there in the last few days. So. Yes. Yes. So, buy two. <laughs> sure. You can sell one to the person that said, oh, what? Where do you get these? In a, in a, the week after it shuts down, how do I order this? I totally when did this it. come out? Yeah, do your uneducated collectors a favor and buy a couple extra for them. Come on now, because yeah. you know um, you've got tons of money after you just pre-ordered all that Hasbro stuff in the last couple of months. So hey, spend another three hundred fifty. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I I'm struggling though with the fact that I'm not gonna want to open my barge pram, but as uh, you're going to need it for your vehicle. So that's going to be I will not open. Yeah, I'm not opening. If this comes with carded figures, I'm not going to open them, and I'm just going to deal with it. Whatever yep. display has to be displayed without the... I imagine we'll get comparable stuff in the in the main line. Yep. Jake, what's well, the HasLab record? What, what? How many backers did the Sentinel get? It was over 20,000. 21,000, I believe. Yeah. Wow. You know, so I was just We're not going to at... hit that. I don't think no. so. Well, ugh, no. I mean, we'll get to 313. Well, right now, look at the growth. The growth over the last few days, well, it was 0.4% growth from yesterday, 05 the day before, 1% the day before, 1%. It is slowly right now. We are in the doldrums. Um, but, you know, once, once I, here's the thing, once the Carbonite Blocks Fund You'll see another spike, and then once it gets down to the last few days, you'll see a spike. And so, who knows where it can go in those last few days? Remember, once the barge took off, once it passed the what was the five thousand needed for the barge, um, it, it you know in those last four days it sold three thousand more. It got yeah. up to eight thousand. Um, so, you know, once. Once we get close to the finish line, we'll we'll see a big bump. Wouldn't wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if for the premiere episode of The Mandalorian, either right before or right at the at, when it ends, Hasbro had a commercial for it? That'd be cool. Can That'd I be really cool. Destroy the ship. Well, and they have the Hasbro commercial for the next ship coming here in uh, December, right? <laughs> 26th is the official beginning of, right? Is that the 26th? Is that uh, Monday here in the future? Let me check my count. Yeah. yeah. So it's Monday. a week from tomorrow on our time right now um, is the official begin of Mando Mondays. And that's still going to be, you know, we'll have two weeks essentially of this campaign before it ends on November 9th. So mm-hmm. almost, yeah. I hope this thing's vac metalized. 
Yeah. Well, that's another thing. I, how many people have you seen online who have said, I'm holding out to know what this thing's going to look like? Because right yeah, now, because some people think it's a gray model. Yeah, because I would have thought no chance of vac metalizing like a few weeks ago. But ever since, if they're willing to bend the rules on the Baby Yoda carriage, right? then maybe, maybe they could do it with this. And they've been bending the rules for years with Transformers. If you yeah, go see their, it's kind of weird their how they vintage just... releases. Yeah. And like, Funko Pop puts out a vac metalized figure every couple of days, it seems like. It's so strange that they say it's about protecting the environment or protecting the... Yeah. Is it the workers or I don't know what they There's say. There's something but there. There's something weird. Yeah. Something's weird because it's not like other companies aren't doing it. It's not like they don't do it themselves. So. And Japan doesn't care. They they'll do vac metalization on tons of stuff, but. <laughs> so that would be great if this was vac metalized. You're right. We will see a spike if it's vac metalized for sure. Oh for yeah. For sure. And if it's not, I hear people are saying they want whatever technology or whatever paint application or shine or glean or what have you was used on the most recent Destro uh, head. That's so for the for the GI Joe classified line. Okay. All it's right. pretty shiny. I mean, it's not vac metalized, but it's shiny. Be the carbonized paint, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that is going to be interesting to see how much weathering, regardless of what shine it has, you know, what process it has. Would they, could they weather vac metalization? I mean, because. Oh, yeah. We've but, had three deals like that for years. Well, but look at the Death Star droids. How many Death Star droids have their black rubbed completely off oh, yeah, well, um, from that. the vintage yeah. line? So I don't know what the bonding process is to paint to vac metalized. Because if you think of the Transformers, I mean, the vac metalized pieces were all that were, you know, it was that was the only thing. They didn't try to paint on top of those. So that could be something I think might deter them from trying to go vac metalized because that ship does have yellow markings on it and it does have, you know, tons of weathering and so on and so forth. Yeah, but modern 3PO's that had weathering on them, they they still look good. I haven't seen really any, I mean, mine have been taken well care of, but I don't see them flaking. The modern, like the well, the Power Force Like Power of the Force 2. 2. Like the, the, yeah. The the sale of the droids is a really weathered 3PO and uh the one where his the arm comes off from the Tuskens attack, that one's really weathered. Um and they've done I some news even with some weathering on over the top. That, that Power of the Force 2 one that has the removable limbs in the cargo net. Yeah, that was I good. love yeah. that one. Yeah. That was, that's like one of my favorite 3PO's. It looks even it looks good in the package. It looks good. It just looks really nice. All right, guys. I got to right. go. Sure, no problem. All right. Thanks, Jason. Thanks again. Good night, everyone. I don't know what we'll talk about next time. But we'll Did you say good night but not goodbye? I don't know. But no, you toys. This is Jason saying good night, but not goodbye. <laughs> All right. All right. Later. Nice Adios. You. Later. Just one more round, friend. Then homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems Just one more rhyme, friend, yes
Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.